Hello, and welcome to the PLYMC Library Anywhere podcast, where we discuss books, programs, and all things library-related in Youngstown and Mahoning County. Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Ashley. And we're here with the triple super special collection edition of the Library Anywhere podcast. We're joined here today with Jenna, a librarian from the Michael Kusalaba Library. Hello. Basically, all of our guests so far have been the people sitting close to us in our office and in the same building. So shout out to Jenna for being the first to leave their library ranch to join us. A whole Yay. Ten minute drive. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ladies. So what are your current reads? What are you currently reading? I just started The Only One Left by Riley Sager, and it's super good. I got a few chapters in and already started recommending it to everyone that I know. I love that. So that we can talk about it when I'm done. What, uh, what's the plot? Um, very, like, Lizzie Borden, like, daughter who supposedly killed her whole family, and she's the only one left, so she's the only one who knows what happened, but then she's, like, old now and, like, has had, like, strokes, so she can't, like, communicate well. <sighs> yeah, so we're gonna, we're gonna figure it out. Mm. Oh, I've been always interested in Lizzie Borden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I already yes. have my theories, but I thought, I like, the first couple chapters, because I'm just so full of myself I was like no I already know I know I know who did like it. do you fine. think she did it <laughs> I don't think she did it okay I, think I know who did but then I also changed my mind about who I think did it like a chapter ago <laughs> so maybe I don't know anything who knows <laughs> so this sounds like it's gonna keep you on your toes oh yeah oh yeah love that mm-hmm. what now the author's name it's familiar to me it, is Riley Sager he did Final Girls and oh yeah 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 okay yeah okay, okay. Mm-hmm. awesome did you read those I read Final Girls which was very good. Um, I think I started The House Across the Lake, but it just didn't capture me immediately, so I just immediately gave up. <laughs> We've talked about that on the podcast yeah. before. Like, if, if you're not going to get me in the first couple chapters, I'm out. Like, I yeah. can't. Was yeah. just not like, enough I'm sure time. it's great, but it just, I didn't care. It's a different style, like, to, yeah. like, a slow draw in. Mm-hmm. I need the immediate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm much more of, like, a fast pace. Like, if it's slow-paced, I'm not gonna, like, maybe I'll finish it, like, a year from now when I finally, like, drag myself back to it, but... But then do you have to, like, look in the back to see how it ends or anything? Like, I'm really bad at, like, peeking ahead. Ooh. I mean, me too. <laughs> I try to be good, too. I usually don't go that uh-huh. far, but, like, I'm definitely, a, like, looking at, like, the next several paragraphs and being like, oh, can I just, like, grab the information mm-hmm. that I need instead of having to go through all this? But... I try not to. I try to be mm-hmm. good. If you're, if you're giving up on a book, do you want to find out the ending or do you just don't care no, at that point? No, if I'm giving up on a book, like, I, mm, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. So sometimes, like, I really don't want to spoil anything for myself. So I'll, like, physically, like, hold my <laughs> yeah, hand yeah. over part of the text so that, like, I'm not cheating and seeing yes. what's ahead yes. if it's getting juicy. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, Ashley, what are you reading? So I'm currently reading The Berry Pickers, which I brought the book to show you guys um. by Amanda Peters looks delicious let's hear about the book okay so um it's got a lot of buzz so i was intrigued um so it's about a young micmac girl named ruthie and she's kidnapped from the blueberry fields of maine where she spends her summers with her family her brother joe who was only six at the time was the last person to see her and he carries the guilt with him for the Mm -hmm. rest of his life so the book is told in alternating points of view of the two siblings so joe and then norma who's really ruthie 
Mm. So Norma grows up in Maine in a quiet, secretive family, and she kind of feels like she doesn't belong. Her mother is very overly protective. She's not allowed to play with like neighborhood kids, ride her bike like in the neighborhood. She plays in the backyard with her mom's supervision, um, but she does have reoccurring dreams and visions that seem more real to her and like actual memories mm-hmm. than um, just her imagination. Mm. And um, So as she matures and graduates high school and then on to college, she feels as though her parents aren't telling her something. So she's not willing to let go of this intuition and she will spend her adult life trying to uncover this family's secret. So it's sad, heartbreaking, but I'm hoping the ending will mend my heart. Um, There's a lot of tragedy that like her Micmac family endures since it's like her brother is also telling some of the story and like just all the years of them searching and like never losing hope that she's still alive out there wow so how old is she now as she's telling so the story she was four when she was kidnapped so right Her now in- i'm kind of like she's like in her 30s wow mm-hmm. yeah um have you read the hidden or hidden pictures by jason i think it's Rekulak? i have not okay similar ish but uh-huh. like different yours sounds almost gearing towards like wholesome a little bit about just like reflecting on oh things. okay and this was like horror slash mm. paranormal stuff mm-hmm. but like yeah. same vibe where like this like child was kidnapped and mm-hmm. this woman is like the nanny and is trying to figure out like something weird is going on right um, yeah. But, yeah well see this was kind of presented as a mystery and that's usually like kind of what i read like psychological Mm -hmm. thrillers mysteries but really there's not so much mystery other than like you you sort of know you know what's happening because you know right off the bat that norma is ruthie yeah you know so like i mean obviously Hmm. like her life is a mystery but i wouldn't say that it's like the genre right it doesn't have like mystery elements in it do you think like the parents kidnapped her or was it like she was like adopted and they think it was like a legit see that's what i'm curious like so i'm hoping that that all you know comes to light like how it took place because her brother was the last one to see her and she was just sitting on a rock in like the blueberry fields Mm -hmm. and this was like in the early 1960s Mm. this took place so i don't know did anyone ever read what was the one that was set in um shaker heights they did the story they did the show with reese witherspoon little fires everywhere oh okay about the baby I know what you're talking about, oh, okay. but I, it was one of those, like, it got really popular, and I was like, <laughs> I'm too cool for that. <laughs> it's really good. You should read it. But there's a, there's a plot line. It's like multiple plot lines. And one of them is um, this woman gives up her baby for adoption. Um, she's struggling. She's depressed. She can't make ends meet. And I don't, th- mm-hmm. I don't even think she gives it up for adoption. I think she leaves it, like, at a fire station. And later, it's adopted into another family. And she finds it, and she wants the baby back. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like this... That's just like one part of the plot. It's really good. Mm-hmm. You should read that book. Okay. I am currently reading a book called Main Character Energy by Jamie Varon. Did you read this? I haven't checked out, but I oh. haven't started it oh yet. Oh my God, wait. I don't, I don't know if I should. Okay. No, talk to me about it. So, Maybe it'll make me pick it up finally. <laughs> I was immediately intrigued by like the title, yeah. the cover, the tagline. Um, they say life is too short to play a supporting role. So I love that. 
Um, it's a story about Poppy. She's a young woman who dreams of publishing a successful novel, but she's in a mega rut. She's struggling to find her main character energy. She's working with uh, debilitating writer's block, a few hundred literary rejections, and a lifetime of criticism about her weight and living in the shadow of her brother, who is like the golden child. Um, right when she's at her lowest, Jenna, cover your ears. Uh, she has a big falling out with her family and finds out that her beloved aunt and biggest supporter has just passed away. So our girl's really going through it. Um, her late aunt's death comes with a mysterious opportunity to spend six months in the south of France with very specific stipulations about writing a novel. Um, so I'm about 80% through it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's not the best thing I've ever read. Like I, I'm not like gonna mm-hmm. gush about it. I I, mm-hmm. I like it. Um, she's a, this is a character who spends like a lot of time like self sabotaging in her head, which is mm-hmm. relatable. maybe too relatable <laughs> and realistic for me. Like I'm like I'm already there. I don't need to do this in fiction. So I would have liked maybe a little bit more time developing some of the relationships, but I am stealing her aunt's like catchphrase and encouraging a bit of spontaneity and telling Poppy to do it for the plot. Okay. So yeah, uh, I like that. Just a warning mm-hmm. for anyone in my life, like to get yeah. sick of that phrase real quick because I'm mm-hmm. gonna be saying it all the time. Oh, yeah. Do it for the I plot. I feel like that's mm. very like a millennial thing because I feel like that's something that like <laughs> I tell my friends. Oh, you say already. it. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> yeah, just like with friends and stuff. It's oh, just go for it. Yeah. It's like Should the I new do YOLO. This maybe dumb thing. Yeah, do it for the plot. Oh, okay. I didn't, I've <laughs> yeah, never heard that phrase I know, before. Have I. What? But we're, I like I guess it. We're old. Yeah. No. Jenna's hip. So hip. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. So. I know about youth culture. Do it for the plot. Do it for the plot. Well, I love that. <laughs> I'm gonna do it for the plot. Um. So yeah, if you decide to read it, let me know. I'd love to chat about it. I can't wait okay. to kind of see how she wraps this up. Mm-hmm. It's on the list. I don't know if I convinced you though, because <laughs> I have a lot of things that like I need. I have like four or five books checked out right now yeah. that I checked out over like the <laughs> over like Christmas yeah because I was like mm, time I'm, I have time mm-hmm. off I'm gonna read so much oh mm-hmm. and that's and how it always is <laughs> right. uh-huh. yeah so I mean I'll get around to it I go in cycles where I'm like really eager and I'm mm-hmm. like oh my god there's these like six books I really want to read and I check them all out yeah. at the same time and then like maybe I read one and then I like get right. busy and you're like oh all yeah. the and then you f- forget what you were excited about mm-hmm. and you return them and yeah mm-hmm. yeah I finished last year I read a total of like 122 books oh, girl oh you that oh my is gosh. wild and then all this month I was like I don't know how to read <laughs> <laughs> never read a book <laughs> yeah I was like oh I really want to keep it up I'm gonna do so good this year too and then I was like no that's fun like january is usually my like yeah. best reading month because it's like slower mm-hmm. life has slowed down a yeah. little bit but i've actually been listening to a lot of podcasts oh have oh, you okay you gonna listen to this one <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get into uh your personal reading style um you've talked a little bit about horror you've talked about i think the first one you were saying is more of like a mystery thriller mm-hmm. so do you mostly stick to a preferred genre do you read a variety i read like mostly anything except like i don't i can't even say that i never like historical fiction because i have Mm. found like one or two that i was like into Mm -hmm. but i read a little bit of everything but romance is like the easiest thing to pick up oh yeah Mm -hmm. i guess so that's my go-to if i'm just like i want to read something but i don't want to like have to try and find something i'm gonna like because like most most romance yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. you need to give me suggestions because i found that i do not read a lot of romance at all i have so many i could give you so many ashley and i are like complete opposites she's like true crime 
psychological thriller, thriller and I'm like, well, this like version of a romance. Is. See, I feel like personality-wise, I would almost swap that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm sick and twisted. Hey, you gotta watch the quiet ones. Right. But that's like, I feel like I, for the longest time, was like anti-romance because mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's like too like stereotypical mm-hmm. girly. Like, I can't be that person. Mm-hmm. And then I grew up mm-hmm. and I picked up romance and yeah. put it down. It's fun. And you know what? I just, for me, I feel like there's so many other places to be, like, stressed out. Yeah. And it's a thing. not yeah, know what's happening in your life. And usually right. with a romance, you kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. I don't know. You're just like... I'm in my romance era. It's fine. Need something lighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. tell me some of your faves. Oh, my goodness. My favorite. Ashley Poston is my number one. Mm, another oh, Ashley. Okay. Um, is yeah. she YA? She has done why she did okay. Geekerella. Yes. Because, oh, yeah. okay, I was picturing the book cover. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, so she did that, but now she does, like, adult. They're, like, kind of, like, paranormal, supernatural romance, mm-hmm. but she does it in such a way that it's not, like... Cheesy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just good. Mm-hmm. So The Dead Romantics was the first one that I read by her, and Ooh. it was, like, my favorite book of all time, oh. I think. And then she just came out with The Seven Year Slip last year, oh. and it was also delightful i remember that I, re- I remember those coming out okay mm-hmm. i haven't read either of those mm-hmm. anybody else you like authors or series Emily Henry can, can't go wrong literally anything and i would okay it. see i need um, to read one of hers yeah. Mm-hmm. also yeah. all of hers are narrated by julia whalen uh-huh. i love like she's oh. just my favorite narrator and then she also oh. writes romance oh okay oh. so yeah you get both mm-hmm. um <laughs> Meet Me in the Margins is also one of my favorite romances. Oh, I've read that. It's so it's just like the most wholesome, cute, pure, like in like books about books is my yeah. favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of forget it, perfect. but I remember liking it. It's just perfect. She just like works in like editing and then she wants to write a book, but it's very the book that she wants to write is romance and she works at this like very like hoity-toity oh, really yeah, yeah. do non-fiction that's very yeah. serious mm-hmm. and then she falls in love with the someone mm. and then it's just I don't know it's just so cute just read it it's like just perfect it I, yeah, I was gonna perfect. say it's like I'd read it for the first time because my yeah. it's completely <laughs> left that. my memory <laughs> um have you ever read like Allie Hazelwood do you like those not so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she she had She's a been, like, YA really, debut. Yeah, she, yeah. I heard the really Czech good things about plus it. Mate. Yes, she did and it, that, and did she? Didn't she just is Bride the the other one that it's like a supernatural room? And then oh, I think oh yeah, that one's different her. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So like, I started out liking her. Same. Whatever one that I first read by her was it the, the Love s- Hypothesis? Yes, maybe? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like. Okay, Cute. cool. Yeah. Like, let me mm-hmm. read the rest by her. But then I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but her book covers, they're all really know. similar. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh-huh. that, because they're, they're just, like all friends. Yeah. Right. It's a little repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Which I'm like interested with her like YA stuff. It has to, like, it yeah, has it's to be gotten a lot of hype. Stuff. And plus, like, with the one YA being kind of like supernatural stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I'll see a different side to her and I'll right. enjoy it. Sometimes I think they're like, ooh, I had success with this. Let me just like... And I'm yeah, sure she sold a ton right. of copies of those other ones oh, too. Sure. You know, We love it. But Agreed. maybe do something else. <laughs> yeah. Not to tell you how to do your job, Allie. So <laughs> you could do something different. If you're listening. <laughs> okay, so any favorites in other genres you want to shout out? Oh, I just read The Angel Maker by Alex North. Fantastic. Mm. You, I feel like, would really like this. It's very okay. like true crime serial killer-ish so like okay. the, it's about she's writing it down the premise is like this 
guy believes that he is being instructed by God that he can like see he knows what is going to happen in the future he knows what's happened in the past so he like knows exactly what is like supposed to happen like there's no free will Mm. kind of a thing Mm. like it's I think it's determinism is the like philosophical term right of course Um, so like everything is just supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen so he carries out these murders of these kids because he believes that that's like this test God is giving him to be like do you really believe this whatever Um, so then his kids one of his kids is very anti in this whole thing Mm -hmm. so dad gets caught the one brother is like no not Not into that and the other one is very like who is older so i guess he got more brainwashed by dad is very much like no we have to like this is we have to continue doing things this way and whatever and it just wow it like spirals Mm. from there and there's all kinds of stuff going on but yeah you just have to read it yeah it's really good interesting Okay, so maybe there is a book that you really love, can't get enough of, and you have to read it again. Or maybe it's a tradition or during a certain time of year, like me. (laughs) Do you have a book that you like to reread? I have reread... Here's the thing. I would love to reread, like, every book that I've ever loved. <laughs> yeah. But then I get very, like, oh, but there's so many new books. Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> but there's, like, something, like, Untamed by Glennon Doyle I love to read just as, like, a pump-me-up every yeah. once in a while. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other ones. Um, the Ghosts of Rose Hill by R.M. Romero is, like, kind of newer, and it's, like, written in prose, so it's, like, really easy to get through. Mm-hmm. So I love rereading that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's just, like, ones that are kind of just like childhood favorites like chronicles of narnia oh yeah yes yeah Yeah. love Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, i'm kind of like a seasonal rereader like every halloween i have to read the legend of sleepy hollow it's just like my favorite like (laughs) (laughs) i've been wanting to start like harry potter Mm -hmm. with my kid but i still think he's a little young so i think we're gonna start maybe with another series but i'm like Holding mm-hmm. out for like I haven't reread that I reread it once Aww. but I haven't done it in so, so you'll long. Get to experience again for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> that cute. yeah, I can't wait. Uh, so one for me that I always like to reread is Pride and Prejudice, and I oh, love yes. mm-hmm. all of like the movies and the retellings and everything. Um, what is a movie that you've liked based on a book? Nimona just got made into a movie. It's a graphic novel that got oh, made into a movie cool. for Netflix. Mm-hmm. One of probably actually the only book in the entire world that the movie's better. Oh, all right. No offense Ooh. to the book because right. the book is great also, but yeah. the movie's better. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that yeah. never happens. Yes, yeah. it was so good. Highly recommend. Hmm. Wow. Okay, I'll write hmm. it. I've been dabbling in graphic novels. Ooh. I'm like by dabbling, I mean I read Laurel Olympus and Heartstopper, so it's like very basic. <laughs> That's fair. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Any movies that you've hated? I mean, I know there's so many, but, like, right. what was the worst that you maybe were, like, really looking forward to? I feel like, for me, it's always the ones that are, like, in series, just because, like, okay, logically, I get it. Like, you can't possibly fit all the details in, but there's, like, like some of the Harry Potter movies mm-hmm. where I'm, like, there's details in the books where I'm, like, that was so important. Why yeah. isn't it Why in there? Why did you take that out? Or, like, oh. the Hunger Games one. Like, it's always the, like, yeah. the, like multi-movie ones where I'm, like, Ugh. you made mm-hmm. several movies. You couldn't have just, like... Right. put more in there but and you've spent so long like with those characters and in that Mm -hmm. world that I think you probably have like a stronger sense of what you think it's like 
Anyway. Okay. So this might be an unpopular opinion, but what's a book that you didn't like that everyone else seemed to love? I'm sure there's plenty, but the first one that I can think of was The Little Prince, which is like a classic. <gasps> Lepity Prince! Yeah. And I, I, I like, know that that's so funny. <laughs> I was so not expecting that. <laughs> well, okay, classics, it's pretty much all classics for me, but like I read it for the first time I, only like a year or two ago, actually. Because I was like, oh, everyone's always talking about this book. People mm-hmm. love this oh, book. Yes, and yes. I read it and was like, what is wrong with everyone? <laughs> <laughs> like, the, everything about it was so insane to me. I was like, are you you're reading this to children? <laughs> you know, some oh of those classics, it's just, so funny. Yeah, kind of Get away with. We I read had... that in French class in high school. Not that I, like, can speak in French. French. Yeah, in French. And so, like, it was, like, a process of, like, translating oh, it. And okay. I feel like then okay. once we got to the English, it was like, oh. No. But, I can't yeah, that's okay. Yeah, for me, it's, like, most classics, though, because, mm-hmm. like, I, I tried in, like, high school to be, like, that kid who was, like, I'm going to read all the classics. Mm-hmm. I'm going to know everything. I'm going to be such a smart, like, literary mm-hmm. person. And then I read, like, The Catcher in the Rye, and it took me, like, several years to get through it. And I was, like, yeah. that was terrible. This isn't for and, me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And especially since you read so quickly. Yeah, if I like it, mm-hmm. let's go. I get it. I Some know. of those classics are hard to get through. And especially mm-hmm. when, like, language. There's so many things that uh, don't translate well. Yeah, that if yeah and it's not, like, relatable mm-hmm. yeah, to, like, a I high school like, student. Yeah, I mean, literature <laughs> literature back then, in my opinion, I feel like they were trying to be a little too highbrow. Uh-huh. And they needed to chill out and just write a fun little rom-com. <laughs> there we go. Honestly, like, just have a little fun. You don't have to be so serious. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get it. Here, yeah. Yeah, one that I didn't like that everyone loved was uh, Gone Girl. Hmm. I haven't I read, read it, it because I just feel like it would disturb me. Well, it was super popular, mm-hmm. you know, when it came out. And I'm one to like, okay, I got to jump on these that are like, yeah. have like the high hold lists and stuff. Good for you. So, I'm but I couldn't like, stand oh. the husband and wife. They were like horrible Ooh. people. So it's so hard. I mean, I read it, but I'm like, right. they're terrible, terrible. If you don't, like, sympathize with the characters, and I get, like, that mm-hmm. whole unreliable narrator thing is a trend. Type, See, but I can't do that. Like, I tried to read Eleanor Oliphant mm-hmm. is perfectly mm-hmm. fine. And she was, mm-hmm. like, immediately, so like, at the first couple pages, and she's, like, insulting a waiter mm-hmm. or something. Oh. I was like, no, thank you. Uh-huh. I read that. <laughs> yeah, and everybody liked that one, too. I liked it fine, but I know what you mean. It's just, like, hard I just couldn't do to it. sympathize yeah. with them. Yeah, be nice. Right. Just be nice. Yeah. I mean, definitely, there's plenty of other books out there if you're not yeah. feeling like that one was for I you. I just want and... everything to be likable and fun and happy. <laughs> Do you ever feel yeah. like sometimes authors, when they're writing, and like, could you make uh-huh. them just like not so bad at this? <laughs> like, like when right. they're like talking to people and they're so rude, like you're saying, like yeah. they're so rude to their partners, and you know, like they're trying yeah. to get them to have an almost breakup or something, and you're mm-hmm. like, can you just see their side for a minute? Uh-huh. Which I guess, I mean, like, it That's would the, point. the whole point and like ruin their plot. I would yeah, read that but... book, honestly, if it was just like the couple was never like unhappy. Everything was happy. Like, I mean, maybe I would. Uh, is it Kurt Vonnegut that's uh, everything was beautiful and nothing hurt? Or yeah, something like perfect. That? I, I would, though. I would maybe 
after I read it, say it was boring, but Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'd find something to complain about. Okay, so let's talk about what is maybe like the saddest book or the funniest book. We want to talk about the feels. What book? I'm sure that I've read books that were like funny and I was like actually like laughing out loud, but can I remember any of them? Right. Saddest, The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, Oh, yeah. I will just reread it just when I'm like, "Mm, I feel like crying today. Because that one pulls at the heartstrings for sure. Yeah, that is, like, to this day, I don't think I've read a book that was, like, sadder and made me cry Oh, my gosh. Did you read <laughs> All the Bright Places? No. I never watched that movie strictly because, and it might have been, like, a certain time of my life. I'm trying to remember the actual plot. Mm. It was a YA book. But I remember, like, my husband coming home, and I was, like, reading on the couch, <laughs> and just, like, there were tissues everywhere. And he was, like, oh, my, he thought something was, like, legitimately wrong in our lives, like, with somebody we knew. Because I was, like, oh, sitting in a puddle of, like, tissues and tears. And I, I can't remember the plot. I think I blacked out. Like, I completely <laughs> forgot all of it. But I'm telling you, that one made me cry almost as hard as Fault in Our Stars, but that was... <laughs> Actually, my current read is making me cry a lot, Aww. so might be one of the saddest ones. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I don't reach for those as often. Yeah, again, life. I just like to be happy and have a good time. <laughs> right? <laughs> Here for a good time. <laughs> All right, so we talked a little bit about movies, um, things that make us laugh, things that make us cry. Um, since it's February and the season of love... We have to talk about romantic movies, too. Do you prefer, like, a tearjerker, a heartfelt movie, or are you um, going in for, like, the cheesy rom-coms? I'm more cheesy rom-coms. I'm also oh, just, yeah. like, generally not a movie person. Oh. Because, yeah, even though I, I could, I don't know, something's wrong with me. Um, <laughs> I could sit down and, like, binge a TV show yes. for several hours, mm-hmm. but to sit down and watch a movie for two hours, no. I think that that's, I feel like I heard somebody talking about this somewhere. Like, young people don't watch movies. I just can't. I mean, I it's hard for me to watch yeah. movies. I just don't Especially have time. Like, like, you can't even, like, look at your phone. <laughs> it's so <laughs> terrible. <laughs> just sit, sitting in a theater, to me, is like being caged. <laughs> <laughs> Torture. Literally. Like, I have, like, some that I enjoy that were, like, romantic movies. Mm. I mean, I, I went and saw Barbie. That's the last movie okay. that I saw. What about, like, series? Would anything, like, fall under that genre? <laughs> romance doesn't have to (laughs) if i'm watching tv i'm watching with my husband Mm. who wouldn't be into that yeah never (laughs) because he like my husband wants to put on ncis and i'm like i don't want to see no i won't watch that like true crime documentaries i used to be like super hardcore into like i loved watching and like listening to like true crime Mm -hmm. podcast Mm -hmm. everything yeah and then i think i got to a point where i was like i'm just like nervous all the time Yeah, yeah, I don't need that. It does grow. I on do you. that on my like, own. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and at that point I was like, okay, so everything is only like happy and good times now. Yeah. It's perfect. We can all use a little escape. Uh, what about you, Ashley? Or do you prefer the tearjerkers or the rom-coms? Actually, the rom-coms. But, like, my list, it's, like, it's pretty old. So you can see, like, I haven't Mine watched any, like, <laughs> recent rom-coms. But, like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Mm-hmm. The Wedding Planner <gasps> with love Jennifer the Lopez. The Wedding Planner and Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Um, my Best Friend's era. Wedding. That yeah, was, like, classic. late 90s. Julia Roberts. Uh, Pretty Woman. Oh, I love, <laughs> it. love it. And then um, Something Borrowed, which that is probably the oh, last. Oh, Emily Giffen, right? Yes. I feel like I've yes. never seen a movie before. <laughs> but that was like the last 
first uh, romance novel I read. Oh, and, really? And that book came out like, was that what, like 2011, wow. 2012? And I literally think that is the last romance wow. book I read. It must have been the pinnacle. She was like, I'm done with the yeah. genre. That's all I need. Well, I read like the Nicholas Sparks all through high school. So Okay, so you I had your through, time. Yeah, you went through I your went era. Through, yeah. I will say, like, that nothing beats those, like, 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s, like, rom-coms. Okay, it's... 10 Things I Hate About You, top. Okay, yeah. You've never seen that one either? Yeah. Heath Ledger? I've seen, like, pieces of it. <gasps> no, it's my I've favorite. Will you watch it? Thing, <laughs> will you sit down and watch it? Okay. Um, Fools Rush In. Yes, that's a good one. That's Hugh Green. No, it's Matthew Perry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She's All That. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clueless. I don't know oh, if that yes. counts. Paul Rudd. <laughs> I love a little Paul Rudd. I, love I loved Paul Clueless. Rudd. Um, what about Love and Basketball? That, I thought oh, of that one. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. You might that be was like good. Too like young. <laughs> no, it was so good. And I, a 13 year old in 30. I was like, I know there's oh, another yes. one. Oh, yes. Yeah. Jenna's do, looking yeah. at us like we're Wait. crazy. <laughs> or um, no, and Valentine's very, Day. Yeah, 13 going on 30 I was into because her name is also Jenna. And yeah. Oh, Jenna. okay. Did you say the movie Valentine's Day? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, like, I guess um, we can mention that. Our girl Taylor <laughs> Swift is in that and with her oh, ex-boyfriend. I literally Taylor. checked this out like a week ago. It's at my house. <laughs> it was good if I'm remembering <laughs> like, right. We should it was like, just like silly. <laughs> yeah. Silly fun. We're going to watch it. Anything recent, I'm not even going to look at Jenna. Ashley, anything recent like that you would say like a recent rom-com that does any of those justice? I don't think so. I mean, I just but, don't think I mean, they make them I'm like they used to. to. The proposal is like kind of new, and that's like one of my favorite things in the world with Sandra Bullock. And oh Ryan. yeah, okay. that one's it's good. It's not like super new. Is but it it's like, like maybe like 2010s? Probably. Yeah, that was good. I yeah, like that one. That a lot. I'll rewatch all the time. Okay. And then my, <laughs> the only other one. Well, okay. So I made a list. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> I like Ryan Reynolds. It came out. I feel like on I don't Valentine's know if that counts. <laughs> no. It came out on Valentine's Day. There's and a I love story. I remember having gone to the theater and watched it like probably every day that week. You oh you went multiple times. <laughs> yeah. You paid. Yeah. All right. I, but my other ones are like probably again probably not necessarily. <laughs> rom-coms i googled yep. rom-coms Good. because i was like i've never seen a movie <laughs> scott pilgrim vs. the world came up loved that yeah that was cute yeah um princess bride is like an oh yeah, yeah absolutely right yes the wedding singer yes oh and then my last one i did not i would not have thought of was a romance but it's called safety not guaranteed and it's a fun little sci-fi movie mm. and there's a apparently i mean they do fall in, in love oh okay mm-hmm. cool yeah, and they travel back in time so as, as nice. one does. it counts yeah. i mean a romance doesn't have to only be a romance there's so many other ways to do it the only right. one i was thinking of that like is more modern that i thought was pretty epic um crazy stupid love oh okay with Don't ryan gosling me. and nope. emma stone yes. wait it's so funny and also Wait, romantic. Is that the one where it's Michael Scott? Yes. <laughs> okay, Steve Carell. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, the scene where it all comes uh-huh. together at the end is uh-huh. so funny. Got you. Okay, you okay, have I to okay, those are one. the two. Which ones did I say? Crazy Stupid Love and then Ten Things I Hate About You. You have okay, to watch so, well, start have to finish. Watched Crazy Stupid Love. I just did not know that was the title oh, of okay. that movie. Mm. And then what is the other one I have to <laughs> Ten things I hate about you. Ten things I hate about you. Right, right, right. That's been. Is that based on a book? Can I? Yeah, read it's instead? based on like the Taming of the Shrew. <laughs> oh, gross! I'm not reading that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll watch the movie on that one. Does anyone believe her? Mm. So we all know that I love to share my opinion on literally everything. But Jenna, do you have any pet peeves when you're reading that just like you cannot stand or like you'll immediately shut the book or scream anything? Yeah. Okay, Let's so this is it. like very niche. Good. 
<laughs> I was a barista for five years. And when coffee is described poorly. <gasps> oh, okay. In a book. Yeah. It, because I, I just feel like minimal research authors. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Minimal research. It's not hard. Like, give me a bad so, description. Yeah. Like, okay. what would be a bad coffee? Hank Green. I'm going to call out the authors Ooh, in this. Yeah. Called out. Yeah. Hank Green, in an absolutely remarkable thing, wonderful book, definitely go read it. He describes the main character. <laughs> I read this years ago and it stuck it never with went me away. perfectly. <laughs> he describes her as enjoying a black coffee with so much sugar in it that it's basically hot chocolate. Ew. That's not a thing. You can yeah. put, it doesn't matter how much yeah. you can put yes. in a black coffee. Ain't gonna be hot chocolate. No. No, incorrect. Ew. I later found out that Hank Green doesn't drink coffee. So Clearly. don't write about things Amazing. you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Clearly Hank Green. Even though it's like a sci-fi book where aliens come to the earth, like the coffee thing. That's real. Yeah. You took like, me out of it. Yeah. Unrealistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you yeah, know what? that needs called out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, um, Jake Maya Arlo's How to Excavate a Heart. It's a YA. Okay, Very yes. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. She's doing this internship, and her and her fellow, I don't know if it would be her boss, it's just like a person who's also working there, mm-hmm. um, like to go get their boss coffee like once a week or something at Starbucks, and they like to get him the craziest frou-frou thing there, which is a caramel brulee latte. Oh my oh, god. Oh, Hello? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The secret menu? They had a unicorn frappuccino? <laughs> Where there's so many options. <laughs> and you're going to tell me that is the craziest oh. frou-frou thing you could think of? No. Not it. Yeah. <laughs> So that's my. No, thing. I like that. I, I love. I like the specific. You need like a coffee sensitivity <laughs> reader for your. <laughs> you need like Hit a trigger warning. I am available. You know, sometimes I feel like it's true. There's just like these little things that I'm like, yeah, did, just be did real. anybody read your book and say like this isn't real? Yeah, like it doesn't have to be that everything is realistic. I don't care if you're yeah. in the cleanest town of like right. twelve people and there's still somehow like six different local businesses, like restaurants, like whatever. That All of that. Thriving. Yeah, I don't need that to be realistic but like if you're yeah. ordering something and you're describing the food or right. it's some simple thing that's so easy to research yeah. don't I mean, do it wrong yeah. yeah i just don't know if editors are just only like checking for grammar these right. days mm-hmm. like what about plot yeah i can't that that yep. drives me crazy any <laughs> other pet peeves or that's the big one that's like the biggest one i also yeah. just depending on the book i don't like it when i don't know some books are just cringy mm-hmm. especially in the romance mm-hmm. genre mm-hmm. of things and it's weird because sometimes I'm like cringing, but I'm like kicking your feet and laughing yeah, and enjoying like it. About yeah. it. And sometimes I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah. And I hate this. And it, I think it's a fine line. And again, yeah, that's when you need to like line. have like a test reader mm-hmm. or a group. I'm sure that yeah. they do this in publishing where they have test readers and they right. like give them feedback. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we should do that. I could sit here for I know. books I hate. Okay, so we always end with this question. What book are you looking forward to? This could be a pre-pub or a long-lasting TBR, whatever. Okay, so I guess it's technically not a TBR because I literally started reading it before I came into this today. Okay, don't tell anyone. (laughs) Um, But I got, it doesn't come out until July, but NetGalley sent me a little email and was like, you want this? And I was like, heck yeah. The subject line of this email the good place meets the dead romantics. Oh my god! Like, Stop! Oh. You got me. You got me there. <laughs> so what's the book? Know me. It's called The Love of My Afterlife <gasps> by Kirsty Greenwood. Like I said, I I just started it and it's already, it's very good. Like, 
I love it when the first thing that her character does is die. Perfect. <laughs> You're hooked. Didn't need him anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I'm right. looking forward to it. So finish that. Send it my way if it's good. If it gets Will your do. stamp of approval. Will do. All right. How about you, Ashley? What are you looking forward to reading? I'm excited about this one. Um, it's called One in a Millennial. Oh, okay. Ooh. On friendship, Ooh. feelings, Ooh. fangirls, and fitting in hmm. by Kate Kennedy. So I'm really excited about it. Um, I love that. I'm just like a solid millennial. I just like fit every stereotype that there is. <laughs> like I am dead center millennial. Um, I was fully drawn in by the cover. Uh, it's got like a burn CD on it mm-hmm. with the subtitles on there and like doodles around it. It literally looks like every burn CD I ever made. So she's the host of a podcast. I It's called Be There in Five. I haven't listened to it, but I've seen a few snippets on like social media and she seems really funny. I think it's a memoir, autobiographical. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for cool. that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ashley? So nothing was really like jumping out at me, but um, I was looking for like a wintry read. So I came across um, The Frozen River by Ariel Lahan, and this is a historical fiction, which I I don't (laughs) normally read, but it does have um, some investigative suspense Mm -hmm. with it. So like, the year is 1789. Super, Uh, super historical. (laughs) And so Martha Ballard, she did exist. um, In real life. So yeah, and she was a midwife. Yeah, she was a midwife. Um, So she's very in the know of what's going on, like, in her small town. So, like, they also have her do, like, other things. So she's, like, a coroner, too. Wow. Um, So her diary, like, records, like, every birth, death, crime. And um, so um, she had documented an alleged rape committed by two of the town's most respected gentlemen, and one of whom has been found dead in the frozen river. Um, so then Martha is summoned to examine his body and determine cause of death. Um, but the local physician undermines her conclusion, declaring it was like accidental death. But certain uh, townspeople uh, want to put just matters to rest. So Martha suspects the two crimes are linked. So hmm. her diary lands at the center of the scandal, uh, threatening to tear her family and community apart. So I don't know. Maybe this will be an ideal fireside read. I don't wow. know. That sounds vaguely interesting, but uh, mm. again, like I don't. That doesn't sound very happy. No, <laughs> perhaps not. Again, another one that I love that her reaction is at the end of it. Like, so we'll see. it sounds kind of similar to uh, the Lost Apothecary, which I actually oh. really like. Sarah yes. Penner. Yeah, we, we saw her. her. Oh my gosh! Yeah, at Overdrive oh. or Digipalooza. So yeah, I've been wanting to read that one. Yeah, I loved mm-hmm. it. It was great. It was like back and forth between like historical mm-hmm. fiction and present day, which I think why I tolerated it. And <laughs> went back to like <laughs> olden yeah. times. I'm glad to hear you say you liked it because I've been wanting yeah. to read it. Yeah, that and Mortal Follies are probably the only like historical fictionish books that I like. I Mortal went in like a phase. I had a historical fiction phase where I was. Ew. Yeah, like me and really Kristen like Hanna. Yeah, yeah, like yes. Like Nightingale. Or like All the Light We Cannot See. Mm-hmm. That yes, was so good. Yeah. Okay, well, that's it for us today. I'm Ashley. And I'm Ashley. And I'm not Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Happy reading. Thank you for joining us this month at PLYMC's Library Anywhere podcast. 
Make sure to visit our website at www.librayvisit.org where you can always find more great things the library offers. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others. Also, check out our Instagram feed or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at PLYMC. You can also find us on TikTok at VPLYMC. And be sure to tune in next month for our next episode. And thanks for listening.